You are listening to SPN, the Sports Podcasting Network. Good day, good night, and welcome to Open Lines After Dark. P.K. Subban of the Montreal Canadiens has been traded to the Nashville Predators for Shea Weber. Quite a trade and a blockbuster day in the NHL today. Give us a call right now to talk about the P.K. Subban trade. What are your thoughts on the trade, on the whole situation? Now playing for the National Predators, Shea Weber is joining the Montreal Canadiens. Which team won that trade? Are you angry today? Are you an angry Montreal Canadiens fans? Are you a happy Predators fans? Mm, quite interesting. There were some angry Predators fans as well. So give us a call right now, 778-400-SPN1. That's 778-400-7761. P.K. Subban has left the Montreal Canadiens. He is now going to be in Nashville. Is it a an opportunity that was there because the no-trade clause of his contract comes into effect Friday. So is it because that was going to happen, they had an opportunity or did Marc Bergevin even though he is saying Marc Bergevin, if you don't know, he's the general manager of the Montreal Canadiens even though he did mention that I didn't shop PK around I didn't call people And ask them, look, do you want PK? Take PK. Do you want PK? Take PK. Come on, take PK. Take PK. Come on, take PK. No. He didn't do that. What he did is answer the phone and listen. And apparently the whole situation with Shea Weber and PK Subban started Friday. That's when the talks intensified and got serious quite quickly. And before it got announced today, a funny little situation, if you don't know, uh, well, they were trying to reach Shea Weber to tell him, look, Shea, you got traded, uh, we're going to announce it now, you're going to Montreal for P.K. Subban, and they couldn't reach him, couldn't reach him, couldn't reach him, he's out on a lake somewhere on his boat like you should be on June 29th, Well, you're not expecting anything. He didn't have a no-trade clause, but he wasn't expecting to be traded either, and then finally gets a call, and... He doesn't believe it. Like, yeah, you're, you're kidding me, right? Good, good one. Good joke. Yeah, of course, I'm being traded for P.K. Subban. Yeah, that's a good one. Guess what, Shay? It wasn't a joke. It wasn't a joke after all. And P.K. Subban is going to Nashville. Shea Weber is going to Montreal. What do you think this is going to bring for both team? Is it going to be the solution? The final piece with Montreal, because, look, to be fair, they had a lost season with Carey Price being injured. The, uh, and when that happened, 
well, they didn't really go far with PK. And even with PK, they could have done so. Uh, the thinking is, and that's how a lot of players reacted from the Montreal Canadiens side already, Brandon Gallagher and other as well, is look, we're a better team. I don't know about this. You might be a better team now. But what about three, four, five years down the road? The difference of age between Subban and Weber is four years. Shea Weber is four years old. So it's not like age. Where Montreal is not getting like an old veteran. Montreal is getting a veteran, yes. But still, maybe in the late part of his prime. But still in his prime, you know. So... It's still a good trade in a way. Uh, of course, we're going to get into the meaty and gritty of the whole situation of why PK didn't fit in Montreal, according to people in Montreal. Because, well, it's, it was written and PK wasn't necessarily surprised. You know, I don't want to pull the race card and I don't think it has something to do with it, but it's I'm going to pull the generation card. I'm going to pull the didn't fit with the rest of the team, and I'm signing with Piquet here. You, know, you can be different, you can like what you like, and you are allowed to love what you love in life. Doesn't matter if you love rap music and the other ones don't, you like shiny couture and whatever, you are allowed to like what you like. And if it rubs people the wrong way, that's their problem, not yours. But uh, according to the Montreal Canadiens, it was Piquet's problem, and they decided to get rid of him. And that does annoy me, because not just because someone is not the way you want them to be, doesn't make it wrong. And that's for me, is the biggest point that I think it never got, is they trying to tame him. I'll take the lion analogy here. They had a raw lion that has instincts and everything, and they're trying to tame him, tame him, tame him, tame him. Finally, they switch him zoos because he doesn't listen when we're trying to tame him. Stop trying to tame him and let him loose. That's how I feel. And hopefully, P.K. Subban will go to the Nashville Predators and be loose. Go loose. Thrive. And become an even better defenseman over the next few years. That's possible. For Montreal, it is possible as well for Montreal Canadiens to react well to the trade. It does create some space eventually on the cap to get a new players maybe starting Friday. But hey, Steven Stamkos re-signed to Tampa Bay today. So you will not have Steven Stamkos as part of the Toronto Maple Leaf or the Blackhawks or the Red Wings or Montreal. Not going to happen. He's in Tampa Bay. Unless he gets traded. But I don't think we're going to see a Stamkos trade the same week as a P.K. Subban trade. Well, uh, yeah, Taylor Hall, by the way, is in uh, New Jersey. But this show is to talk about PK. So give us a call right now, 778-400-SPN1. We'll be right back after the break. You are listening to SPN Radio, powered by the Sports Podcasting Network. Visit sportspodcastingnetwork.com for more. Give us a call. Studio line 778-400-SPN1. 
That's 778-400-SPN1. Give us a call right now. Lines are open. B.K. Subban traded to the Nashville Predators. Lines are open. What's your reaction? What's your thoughts? P.K. Subban, now a member of the Nashville Predators. One-on-one swap today made by Marc Bergevin and the general manager of the Nashville Predators. One-on-one, Shea Weber, P.K. Subban. Where does that leave Montreal? I was talking before the break, well, of how it's... Uh, you gotta understand the, the difference of generation, difference of mentality, difference of culture. And I'm not using the culture word to explain the difference of uh, one is black, one is white, they don't have the same culture. No, it's more than the generational gap that explains the culture differences between what P.K. Subban is and what the Montreal Canadiens are. I've thought it was a fit, but I guess after many, many questioning by Marc Bergevin himself and reflections, they decided that Shea Weber... Or maybe it was just the opportunity as well. You have the opportunity to get a gold medal winner. To get a Norris Trophy winner. To get Shea Weber. For one-on-one asset. Do you say no? That's the other side of the question. You know, Shea Weber is one of the most, if not the most proven, if not the most talked about defensemen. On the ice, as everybody agrees, is the consensus maybe number one in the league. Maybe he's a little bit on the other side of that hill, though. Maybe he's not the consensus in 2016. Maybe it was in 2014, 2015. So, B.K. Subban was in 2013, apparently, when he won the Norris Trophy. What's, what have you done for me lately? Let's talk about P.K. Subban's accomplishment with the Montreal Canadiens. Let's go back to 2009 and 2010. He made his debut for the Montreal Canadiens late, late in the season in the playoffs. Remember that run? Yep, that's when P.K. debuted. Two games played that season in the regular season in 0-9-0-10. And... In the playoff, 14 games played, one goal, seven assists for eight points and six penalty minutes. But what he did when he arrived is impressed everyone with the way he skated. Go back to 2010-2011, his first real season in the International Hockey League for the Montreal Canadiens. 77 games played in 10-11, 14 goals, 24 assists for 38 points. 124 penalty minutes. The Montreal Canadiens played seven games in the playoff that season. Two goals, two assists, four points, and two penalty minutes. Brings us to his second full season with the Montreal Canadiens in 2011-2012. 81 games played, seven goals, 29 assists, 36 points for 119 penalty minutes. The Habs missed the playoff that year. 2012-2013. Injuries. 42 games played for P.K. Subban. It's a lockout year. 42 games played for P.K. Subban. 
11 goals, 27 assists, 38 points, 57 penalty minutes. In the playoffs, Habs didn't play a lot in the playoff that year. Five games played, two goals, two assists, four points, 31 penalty minutes. In the playoffs in 2012-2013, go to 13-14. and 14. Games played, 82, played the whole season. Very sturdy type of player, is not injury prone. Neither is Shea Weber, by the way. 10 goals in 2013-2014, 43 assists for 53 points, 81 penalty minutes, 17 games played in the playoffs for 5 goals, 9 assists, 14 points in 24 penalty minutes. That's the year the Montreal Canadiens made it to the conference finals and lost to the Rangers. 2014-2015. Games played 82, 15 goals, 45 assists, 60 points, 74th penalty minute. Games played in the playoff, 12, 1 goal, 7 assists, 8 points, 31 penalty minutes. Go back to last year, which is now known as his last season with the Montreal Canadiens. 2015-2016, 68 games played. 6 goals, 45 assists, 51 points, 74 penalty minutes. The Habs did not participate to the playoff in 2016. So overall, his tenure with the Montreal Canadiens will be considered a success. He has evolved and become a top defenseman in the league. One of the best top five in the league, for sure, if not top two or three, with Jay Weber and a couple of other Drew Doughties of this world. Drew Doughties is the Norris Trophy winner of this year. His first, even though he was close many, many times. So, what is next for P.K. Subban? P.K. Subban will be remembered as well for his community contribution in the city of Montreal in the short time span that he has became a leader and a benefactor for the city. The atrium Piki Suban of the Montreal Children's Hospital is a gesture that to this day makes a little knot in my stomach, makes a little harder to swallow and gives a little tears in my eyes. It's a subject that does touch me closely having had to go many times when I was a kid to the hospital for many different health reasons, I can understand the the benefit and truly what he can contribute to a hospital community, the actual patients, the uplifting of hope and just the, the creating an environment that's positive in an area like a hospital is not something easy. And it's something that P.K. Subban was trying to do. So, uh, of course, for me, it hits a little close to home today when I have like a player like P.K. Subban that, yes, uh, not saying that I'm not going to like the Canadians anymore, that I'm going to cover, not going to talk about it. I don't know. It's not. I don't know. Well, when did something special happen today, June 29, 2016? P.K. Subban has been traded. The highest profile player of the Montreal Canadiens, you would say, 
with Carey Price. After a week of speculation, well, apparently, there's no smoke without fire. And that is a reason, maybe, that uh, everybody knew it was coming. We all didn't want to believe it. We all thought, you know what? It's not going to happen. They're not going to trade P.K. Subban. They're not going to. Watching Wimbledon today. Breaking news. What's going on? Yeah, I just want to say that P.K. Subban has been traded to the Nashville Predators in return of Shea Weber. One-on-one trade. What? What? I actually took my remote, hit the little rewind button, you know, that the 10 seconds rewind button that you can press. I pressed it, and I listened to it again. And I was like, what? I pressed it again. That's right. What? <laughs> and it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, wow. They traded him. We'll see. Uh, more things will come in the upcoming weeks. More stories will come out. Parting shots by P.K. Subban when he left. Done with class, but... He said that he feels now that he's closer to winning a Stanley Cup than he was a day before. He said that it's going to be fun to go with a team that wants him. Tells a lot. Seems like the relationship between the Montreal Canadiens and P.K. Subban over the last 12 months has really degenerated and uh, really escalated quickly. Uh, there's rumors and uh, a lot of uh, witnesses of uh, arguments, hard uh, chirping, uh, hard relationships between P.K. and other members of the Bell Center as a whole. So, and while well, I say Bell Center, I mean the Canadians as a whole. So it'll be interesting to... Hear what comes out over the next few days on both sides to, to, to maybe trying to get to the bottom of this story and really pinpoint where it all started. Where where did it all go wrong? Or where did the love affair between PK and Montreal, the Guineans at least, went sour? That's what I want to know. What created that? There's definitely an event that happened in the 2015-2016 season to create the environment that would lead to the pressure. And I I do blame the old guard. I, I call the old guard of the sports hockey media. I'm not going to name names because it's not the point. I don't want to pinpoint them and I don't want to put the blame to them, but I just want to Say that when you hit the nail on the head a lot of times, eventually you dictate what people are talking and are thinking. And that's kind of of a shame. You 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 kinda have to let them make themselves an opinion. And unfortunately when on all sides you're giving one side, one view, one side of the coin, one perception, well, leads to open lines over the last few weeks that saying people wanted to trade it to PK to be traded, but now there's a backlash and it's, it's on the other side. There, there's as much backlash as there's people happy about it and I'm still trying to wrap my red around the whole trade. I'm still around, around, trying to wrap my red. My red, yeah, exactly. PK won't be wearing red anymore. He's going to wear like a mustard yellow. And, and as soon as the trade was done, you, you saw the Nashville Predators posting that picture 
on Twitter of Subban's jersey being printed and just too soon. Just way too soon. And uh, I It was at this moment that Nathan knew he fucked up. That's how I feel. I, I think that eventually, like two years, when the Predators will win the Stanley Cup and the Cons My Trophy winner will be P.K. Subban, will be like, will feel like that. We'll feel exactly like Nathan and felt like we just fucked up. All right, let's wrap this show. Thanks for listening to me rambling on P.K. Subban. You can give me a follow on Twitter. My name is Kevin Larme at Kev Larme. That's at K-E-V-L-A-R-A-M-E-E. And we'll follow the situation uh, with the trades in the P.K. Subban. Uh, we're looking to have a more steady hockey coverage on the network starting this fall. If you are interested of joining the network to work on the hockey side of thing, give us an, an email. Give us a shout. Sportspodcastingnetwork at gmail.com. And until next time on the Sports Podcasting Network, tomorrow in Avalanche. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's getting late. I need to go to bed now. Tomorrow, 11 a.m. Soccer today, and until then, enjoy your sports. You were listening to SPN, the Sports Podcasting Network. Visit us, sportspodcastingnetwork.com.